and you're literally just trying to help them out for no reason. Like you don't have to go in with a mindset of, oh my God, if I help this person, they're going to help me down the road. That's not really the energy that it brings because you don't know what will happen down the road. But if you just go in and genuinely give, 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 who knows? Like life will take it from there and you create a much more authentic experience. Welcome to the Live, Work, Travel podcast. I'm your host, Michonne Thomas, a former middle school teacher who quit at 30 to become a six-figure freelancer and digital nomad instead. You're in the right place if you're ready to learn how freelancing can help you to work from anywhere, make great money, and live a life that you design. I'm sharing everything I've learned to get to where I am today in order to support you on your journey because this lifestyle is simply too good not to share. In today's episode, we are talking about networking, how you can turn people that you meet into clients. When I was younger, networking had this really smarmy, like just kind of gross used car salesman, cheesy connotation to it. You thought of people at a conference, all in business attire, passing out business cards, everyone desperately trying to connect with other people for a job or to sell something or that sort of thing. That's not networking. That's just desperation. (laughs) I don't know what that is. But in reality, networking is so important when it's done right. So I network all the time, but I don't think of it as networking. I just think of it as connecting with people. And I love to be able to introduce people to each other. Like I pride myself on having, on knowing a lot of people in order to be able to then help a lot of people. I love when one of my clients says, you know what, we're really struggling with this thing and X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And I just really wish I could find someone who could help me with this. I love being able to go, really? I have a person, (laughs) you know, and connect those two people. And the older I get, I regret that I didn't learn this earlier in life because I could have definitely kept a lot of connections that have just kind of dropped over the years. Even back in university, I noticed that some people were really good at this and I was not. (laughs) I mean, I was homeschooled growing up. I only went to high school for two years and then I went to college. So I was interested in all of the freedom that university brought. I was not necessarily interested in networking and keeping in contact with a bunch of people that I was like, I don't know, I'm moving out of Ohio. I don't want to live here. I'm never going to see these people again. Yeah, that's not the way to do it. (laughs) You keep contacts because you never know. And in life, I have found that it is absolutely incredible to stay in touch with people, to stay on top of what they're doing, what they're up to, and look for ways that you can help them. Now, Many of the opportunities that I've gotten, many clients that I've gotten have come by way of a connection, not just out of the blue. Today, most of my clients come to me through a referral from somebody else who has worked with me. I very rarely have to go find new clients. They come based on someone. I have friends who just, I'll come sit down at my desk for the day and an email will pop up. And one of my friends will be like, hey, just introducing you guys. You know, so-and-so, meet Michonne. She's done amazing work for me, yada, yada, yada. Michonne, meet so-and-so. We were talking, having a drink the other day, and he said that he needs X, Y, Z in his business. I thought of you. You guys take it from here. What a great way to get work, right? I'm sleeping and my friends are networking for me. You know, like how freaking amazing is that? And it's by the power of connection, knowing people, doing good work for people, being a good person, right? And then it just kind of multiplies, 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 multiplies into the snowball. I literally got an invite to be on a podcast the other day, not through anything of my own. It was a friend of mine who's like, hey, I think you know this person. They started a new podcast. You'd be great for it. Just introducing us. How amazing would that be, right? To go through life like that with opportunities coming your way instead of you having to go out and look 
for opportunities. That's how my life has been since I've been, become, you know, more aware of leveraging the power of connections. So how do you do that? Well, first of all, it's really important to think about the mindset behind it. I feel like those networking events that I was describing in the beginning are so icky because it's this act of sort of desperation. People are like trying to get something from the other person. And instead what I've found is the way to make it not icky is to focus on what you can give to the other person. When you're focused on what you can give to the other person, you make a genuine connection with them and you're literally just trying to help them out. For no reason. Like you don't have to go in with a mindset of, oh my God, if I help this person, they're going to help me down the road. That's not really the energy that it brings because you don't know what will happen down the road. But if you just go in and genuinely give, 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 who knows? Like life will take it from there and you create a much more authentic experience. I'm thinking of someone I met in Split Croatia. We had a coffee and she was another American who was living here in Split and we connected said, hey, let's meet up for a coffee sometime and actually like sit down one-on-one and chat. So we get the coffee shop and start talking a little bit about our lives. And she's working really rough hours. Like she needed to be on US hours, but she's living here. So her schedule is really tough. I want to say something like three to midnight, four days a week or something like that. So she's talking about that and thinking about getting out of her job there, maybe doing something else. And I start talking about freelancing and what I do. And she's really interested. So we just sit there and chat and chat and chat. And I am just giving and giving and giving. Now it's not intentional. It's not like, oh my gosh, I'm giving because I want her to do something for me down the road. It's just like, oh my gosh, wow, this is my ideal person. This is the person that I make courses for. This is the person that I write my blog for. This is the person I record my podcast for. And I'm sitting down with her in person over coffee. She's my ideal audience. Someone who's thinking about making the jump, not necessarily sure how to do it. Wow. Yay. Like I'm just like vibrating with excitement. You know, in fact, I told her at the end, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I just kind of like dumped all this information on you. But I was just give, give, giving. Why? Because it excites me to be talking to someone who is going through exactly the type of stuff that I used to go through, trying to figure out how I could earn a living remotely live abroad, all this kind of stuff, right? So we walk away from that meeting, you know, and that didn't feel like networking. That just felt fun. I get such energy when I talk about freelancing, such energy when I'm able to like mentor somebody or pass on information or anything helpful that they can use in their life. So I walk away and I have a great rest of my day because I'm just like fired up, like, wow, that was fun. She's cool. I really hope that she can transition out of that job and use her knowledge to go and do this other thing that she wants to do. And so that to me is an example of a kind of a connection experience, a networking experience where I was just focused on giving, 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 because I really want her to be able to do whatever she wants to do with her life, right? If she makes the jump now, if she makes the jump in six months, if she makes the jump in a year, or even if she doesn't make the jump, but she's got more information now, right? I think the old desperate networking type would have been to like have a business card and be like, oh, really? Oh, you're thinking like, maybe have you ever thought about freelancing? Here's my card. I sell a freelancing course. You can get my course here. It costs, you know, like trying to sell her on buying my course when I'm sitting right there. That doesn't make any sense to me. I gave her tons of information. If she wanted to meet up again, I would give her tons more information because I'm not about trying to sell her something. I'm about trying to give her information that changes her life. That's what I do here in the podcast. That's what I do in the blog. That's what I do in my weekly newsletter that I send out. Like I'm giving out information, giving out value. I'm trying to connect with people in a way that helps them. You know, I love it when you guys DM me or you email in and say that something I said really helped you. 
That's fantastic. It helps me to feel like I'm making a connection. And I don't know what each one of you are doing in your life. I don't know what you will do in your life. I don't know if one day there'll be an opportunity for us to work together. That would be awesome. I can't wait to see what you guys are doing with your freelancing careers. But you know, I'm just putting information and stuff out there and life is going to do what it will do. I don't know if one of the people that I've talked to in five years is going to hire me because they've started their business and doing it amazingly and they need the services I provide. Or I don't know if they're going to connect me with someone else. Or I don't know if they're just going to go meet someone else and tell that person that they met me and about my story. And then that other person is going to find my podcasts and listen to it and learn and grow and start their business or whatever. Like just connecting, just putting stuff out there into the world in order to do good. That stuff comes back. It comes back and pays back in in all sorts of ways. Some ways to actually start to develop these connections with people. Well, first off, start to practice telling people what you do. Keep it clean and simple and something that people can understand. It shouldn't be terribly complex, but just lay out what you do. You know, if someone asks me what I do, I could say, I coach freelancers on how to make six figures a year. Or I teach startup founders how to hire and grow a freelance team. I'm going to adapt what I say I do depending on my audience, right? In the US, for example, we are very open about shouting about how much money we make. (laughs) It's very strange for me now living in Europe. But I say that I coach freelancers on how to make $100,000 per year because that's a catchy number. A lot of people want to make six figures a year. And in the US, we can openly talk about that. I would adapt that a little bit depending on certain countries that I'm in, where it's rude to talk about money openly like that. So you want to, a brainstorming exercise, I would say like write down what you do on a sheet of paper and then start to just brainstorm different variations of how you can say what you do. You want to keep it short, right? You don't want to ramble on and on and on. Let people ask you for more. It depends on, you know, where you're at, the room you're in, that sort of thing. But you want to have a short version that's short and sweet. And then you also want to be able to expand on it. You want to be able to tell people how and why you got into it. If I say, I teach freelancers how to make $100,000 a year, someone's going to say, well, okay, how'd you get into that? I'll say, well, I used to be a middle school teacher and I was $30,000 in debt and I got laid off. You guys know my story. But so most people don't practice this at all. They don't have very interesting stories to tell about themselves. and They aren't prepared to keep talking about themselves. One of the way, the reasons I've gotten better at this is because when I was living in South America, I would go to a lot of language exchanges to practice my Spanish. A language exchange is like a meetup, but you go in and there are people who are learning Spanish that go to practice Spanish. And there are people that live there who want to practice their English. So they match us up and everyone's a little bit different. Sometimes a lot of times you go to a table and you'll sit and talk with people at that table for 20 minutes and then they'll rotate tables and all that. It's a little bit like what I imagine speed dating would be like. You go around and you meet people. And so you introduce yourself a lot of times. And so many people I noticed are just really dull in the way that they introduce themselves or they introduce themselves and what they do in a very boring way. They just say their title, which I don't know about you guys, but titles these days have gotten insane. I'm a buyer for a blah, blah, blah. What? I don't get it. What do you do? What do you actually do? What do you do day in and day out? So be able to describe what you do, be able to be humorous with it, be, have a little fun with it, be able to explain it. Instead of just saying, you know, I freelance, that doesn't tell people anything. Just get in the habit of being able to introduce yourself, tell a little bit about what you do and make it interesting. You know, I was going to a lot of language exchanges, going to a lot of meetups. That is a key point as well with networking. Go meet new people. And I know this can seem scary, but You should be meeting new people regularly because when you're a freelancer, you need clients and those clients can come from anywhere. 
A lot of times they can come from just people that you're meeting and who know someone else or they themselves need your services. And even if you aren't in an area where you might meet a lot of people that could use your services, you can be meeting people online. There are so many ways to reach people these days. There are so many meetup groups. There are so many ways to connect with people who have a shared passion that you can find online groups. You can find online meetups. And I just really encourage you to stretch yourself and go in these new directions where you are doing something different and meeting people outside of your normal circle. You don't want to do it with the express intent of just meeting people for the sake of meeting clients because then you're going to feel that desperation, right? You're going to feel that weird energy coming off of you where it's just like, why is this person even in our group? They just seem like they're here to sell us something. (laughs) You do not want to be that person. But go do new things that will have you meet new people. And it doesn't even have to relate to freelancing. You know, go join a running club if you like to run and meet other runners. Go to a pottery class if that's something that interests you and take pottery lessons and meet other people in that group. Go and get a plot at the community garden if you like to garden and meet other people that way. And you will just expanding your circle of people that you know and they run in their circles and know other people and it will just naturally happen that they will connect you with other people if you follow this next tip. And this next tip is do not shut up about your business. What I mean by that is not that you're going to want to talk, 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 talk all the time about your business, but do not shut up about it in the sense of tell people what you do. It is a natural thing in many cultures when you meet people to talk about what you do. You don't have to go on and on about it, but just put it out there. And then I've seen a lot of people, because they've dealt with negative comments, because they don't necessarily have supportive people around, they tend to sort of hunch in on themselves and be small and to not tell people about their freelancing business. They don't necessarily treat it like a real business. Like if you go to a happy hour, everyone else might be talking about their jobs and they might not speak up, right? Because it's just a freelance thing that nobody understands. No, it's a real freaking business. Okay. And that means you have just as much right to talk about it as other people, as your other friends at happy hour or what have you. It is what you are doing to make a living. So let's say that you are at your pottery classes, you're taking this eight week course or whatever, and you come into class three and somebody is like, hey, how are you doing? How's things going? Talk about your business. Not in a way of like, oh my God, buy my stuff. (laughs) But in the sense of, yeah, no, it's been a really good week. I got a new client this week with a new project I'm excited about. And they'll go, oh yeah, what do you do again? You're talking about, yeah, yeah, I do X, Y, Z. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And then maybe nothing happens. But then maybe on week six, they're like, you know, I was talking to my boss today and he was saying that we need to hire for blah, blah, blah. I wonder if we could use your freelance services instead. And then it all works out. Anyway, that was a super simplified example, but that's how life works. It's not in just going after people with desperate energy, but it's about being who you are and who you are is a freelancer. So you're introducing yourself that way. You're meeting new people. You're talking about your business. When you have a good week, when you have a bad week, when you going through the difficulties that you have in your business, there's stressful times, just like anybody else, or there's problems that you can't figure out. Speaking up about those, talking about those, talking about a tough project at work, talking about not being able to figure something out, talking about someone dropping the ball on something that you needed from them and that held you up and not able to get your work done. All of these are things that are normal and should be talked about instead of freelancing being this some quiet mystery. So anyway, I hope that a lot of that made sense to you guys out there. Just to recap, what I've been trying to get across in this episode is that networking and connecting with people should it be happening naturally. And there's a couple of things that you can do to make sure that this is happening for you. One, practice talking about your business, talking about who you are, what you do, and introducing yourself in a way that is short and sweet. 
but then you also are prepared to go into more depth if someone asks you follow-up questions and is interested in your business. Then make sure that you are going out and meeting new people, not just for the sake of converting them into clients, but meeting new people will automatically expand your circles. Everyone you meet knows other people. They know other people, know other people, you know, to infinity. So you will naturally meet more people and more clients organically simply by having a larger circle. And then finally, just don't shut up about what you do. Your freelancing job is a real job, just like any other job. And you should be talking about that with your friends, with family, out at happy hour. Anytime people are talking about their work and ask you about your work, don't be afraid to put it out there. This is part of you. Running your freelance business is what you do. And you should not be afraid to talk about that. All of these things are going to help generate just more visibility for you, more awareness in other people around you of what you do. And that will just kind of effortlessly generate more clients for you. I'm telling you, it's a great way to live, to be able to just open my email and wow, cool. I have an opportunity to go to this event, to talk to this person, to be on this podcast, to speak at this thing, to sign a new client, you know, get on the phone, talk to a client and sign a new client. Who knows? That may be $10,000 that just basically showed up in my inbox because one of my friends out there, one of my connections connected me with someone else. So connecting, networking, absolutely. Just a very important part of building your freelance business. Okay, that's all for me this week. As always, you can get a hold of me at hello at liveworktravel.com. If you want to send me over an email with any questions or anything at all, you can send me a DM on liveworktravelig on Instagram. And if you want to get started with freelancing, but you are not entirely sure where to jump in, then my freelance course would be a good fit for you. It's called The Escape Hatch. You can find it in the show notes, link down below. It is the A to Z guide, exactly the steps I took to get started from going through when I was laid off to finding my first $80 an hour client within three months. And then just everything I've learned along the way since. Everything about invoicing, how to manage clients, and onboarding, taxes for freelancers, setting up bank accounts, all the nitty gritty stuff that you need to know to successfully start your freelance business. So like I said, that'll be linked down in the show notes below and have a great week. I'll be back next Monday. Mm -hmm.